0: And today we're talking about a biblical formula for paying off debt miraculously fast, wow. and that's pretty a. Uh, it's a. I don't
1: know. It's a tall order.
0: It's a slightly cheesy title. Like I don't, I don't know. I just kind of threw it in there, but. Hey, Wilma. And and I do want to address this a little bit because it's like, the idea of a biblical formula. Well, yeah. I think rubs. It rubs me the wrong way, you know, <laughs> like, where I think of. Thanks, KG. Because in so many ways, like, I, I believe God can't be reduced to a formula, but, but at the same time, like, there are things, like, there's a lot of do this and this will happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you look a lot of Proverbs, like, in some ways, it's just kind of a simple formula. Yeah. And so what we're talking about today is kind of a little bit of what we think is a formula that we've identified yeah. uh, kind of out of this one passage of Scripture, and, um, yeah, I mean, anyway. I've been,
1: you know, we talked about this at the beginning of the year how I've been reading Proverbs. You guys are killing it with the comments, too, by the way. Keep them coming. Thank you they're all, really Evelyn, fun.
0: Wendy, Justin, <laughs> T Lopez, Lakeisha, T.
1: Lopez.
0: KG, Wilma. Thank you all for yes. saying hi and coming to hang with us today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, um, so you've been reading Proverbs. I've been reading
1: Proverbs, like and I boss. didn't realize that it's very much like if you do this, then this. If you do this, then this, you know. A
0: plus B equals C.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really... So there are formulas in the Bible, which is surprising, because I feel like, you know, we often talk about, oh, don't put God in a box. But at the same time, He realizes that we need boxes. Yeah. (laughs) Our brains need boxes. It helps us keep things organized. I mean, don't even get me started on God's not limited by time or space. What does that even mean? It's (laughs) It's too much for my brain to handle, you know? I know, right? And so I think He he was kind to us in the way that he's like, they they need some help. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we want to talk about this. Yeah. All yeah. right.
0: So we're going to start by reading a little passage out of 2 Kings 4, uh, mm-hmm. 1 through 7. Uh, you might have heard this story before. Yep. You want to read it?
1: Yes. 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. Okay. One day... Are you fixing things? Am I all right? I'm going
0: to borrow some water.
1: You're going to borrow it or are you taking it? Well, whatever. Okay. Uh, one day... <laughs> A widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha, okay, S H A, and cried out, "My husband, who served you, is dead, and you know how he fe- feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come, threatening to take my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you?" Elijah said, "Tell me what. Uh, what do you have in the house? Nothing at all except a flask of olive oil," she replied, and Elijah said. Elisha. Elisha, sorry. Borrow as many empty jars as you can from friends and neighbors. Then go to your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from your flask into the jars, setting each one aside uh, when it's filled. So she did as he told, or as she was told. Her sons kept bringing her jars and she filled one after another. Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live live on what is left over.
0: There's so much in here. So much. It's such a
1: short little It's seven verses, you know?
0: Yeah, we're going to try to just pull a little bit out, extract a little bit here. But Mm -hmm. if you have debt that you're trying to get paid off, I want to start by asking you the same thing that Elijah asked the widow. Yeah. What do you have in your house? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, because um, she went to him looking at him to solve her problem. Yeah. And he said, hmm, how can I help you? And then he s- took it back and said, wait, what do you have in your house? Yeah. Which I think so, is so good.
0: Yeah, because she said, I have nothing but a flask of oil. Mm. Um, that wasn't anywhere close to being able to pay off her debts. Right. Like that wasn't, that was it wasn't just, enough. That was laughable. It's yeah. like there's no, that's and not anywhere close. Mm-hmm. But when she took what she had, that little natural piece, yep. um, and then sought the Lord, like God gave her the strategy to see the supernatural miracle. Yeah. But it started with her answering the question of what was in her house
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not dismissing mm-hmm. that small little thing that was too insignificant yeah. in the natural, but that God could use in a supernatural way. Mm-hmm. So I'll put it to you another way, just kind of thinking about this a different way, like what do you have that God can bless and multiply, even though in the natural it's not enough? It's
1: a good question to ask.
0: Okay. And so maybe this is something, you know, they, literally do they you actually have around the house. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like a camera or it's a guitar or... But you don't yeah. like my hand in front of your face? <laughs> so maybe it's a camera, a guitar. Maybe it is uh, your oven. Maybe it's a laptop. Right. Where any one of these things, you're like, well, I can take some pictures, but I'm not the world's best photographer. Or yeah. I can play guitar, but I've never made any money playing guitar. I mean, I think or,
1: if you look at, like, Dude Perfect...
0: It's yes. like <laughs> that is the
1: biggest joke, and yet they have turned it into a an career, empire. an yeah. empire. I mean, it's amazing, and it you know it seems like something that's like, are you serious? All I can do is make trick shots, and For I have the patience who know, enough. Let's, let's okay, let yeah. them
0: know. So everybody doesn't know our sons, sons plural, I guess. Love this show, and basically, it started out as a YouTube channel where these guys are just making crazy trick shots and so like bouncing the basketball off of their roof into the net and weird yeah. stuff like that and it just kind of expanded to the point where they're just doing crazy stuff but the point yeah, is yeah they're
1: like going on tour <laughs> yeah,
0: like they, they have a, a national what do you tour. do
1: on tour is what yeah. i want to know
0: but the point is like they looked at what was in their hand right and they yeah. You know, it's like Who would have ever imagined that that could come out of that?
1: Oh, my God! And it's so
0: similar in this, yeah. this story here where the woman has just a little bit of oil in her flask, and mm-hmm. yet God is able to do so much more with it, in which I think yeah. a lot of those guys are believers for what it's worth. Um, I
1: love that even more.
0: And anyway, so that's the question. Like, If what, you, do you know
1: them, let's get them on the podcast. Yeah,
0: that'd be fun. That'd be fun.
1: Um,
0: so anyway, like, is it a physical object that you uh-huh. have in your thing? Or maybe it is some of your time, you know? because you might not have 40 hours a week to go pick up another job or whatever, but do you have two hours? Right. Like, And again, like it's easy to look at that and say, that's never going to be enough to make a dent in sure. the mountain of when debt that I have. Sure, when I need to be working
1: 40 hours a week or more, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, but like that's not the point. It's The point isn't to look at it and say, it's too small, it's never going to be enough. It's to look at it and say, this is what I have. Mm-hmm. This is what's in my house. This is what I have in my hand. And what can my supernatural God do with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what we're after, you know.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you you do see this all throughout the Bible. I mean, this is a great example. You look at David, who you know he was. They well, Samuel said, "Bring me all of your sons," and yep. <laughs> they were they didn't even think to call David. They
0: didn't even call that run.
1: They didn't even call him. They were like, "No, it's not going to be him." So don't worry about it, you know. And you know, Samuel gets through, and he's like, "This isn't this isn't it." You got anybody else? You sure there's nobody else? You know, Sure you look didn't
0: at forget one of your the, sons. <laughs> yeah, the
1: loaves and fishes is another just classic example where it's like, are you kidding me? You brought me a kid's lunch. Thanks yeah. a lot. You know, there wasn't any of that. Jesus was like, we can work with this, yeah. you know? And yeah. it's just fascinating to see how when we bring the little that we have, he's kind of like, you know... It, real excited to see what he can, for us to see what he can do with it. Yeah,
0: and I know that I've been guilty of this because it's so easy in our human natural minds to do this. Like, mm-hmm. But she could have, you know, this widow could have, like, um, just reasoned her way through this mm-hmm. and just, like, uh, reasoned that this is never going to be enough. Yeah. And so what's the point in even trying, yeah. you know? But but like I said, that like that's God's job and we have to let him do his part mm-hmm. and not get in the way of that. Yeah. And this reminds me of that verse in Exodus four two, um, where the Lord asked Moses the same thing. He's like, What's in your hand? Yeah. And again, like, what is the thing that you have? You know, that rod or that that staff, wasn't that what he used? He said, Point that at the water, the red sea. Yeah. Like, that's not enough, but God can use that stick and didn't he have him turn it into a snake and stuff? And oh, Pharaoh, yeah, all and kinds like all of stuff. stuff. But the point is, it's like he had a stick. Mm-hmm. And God asked him, what's in your hand? And he used it, you
1: know. Yeah. So. Well, I, when we were just reading this, I pulled out another thought that I had in there, which he said, go into your house. Did Elisha say this? I think he did. He, he told her, go into your house with your sons, get all the vessels you can, mm-hmm. go into your house and shut the door behind you.
0: What do you think that's about?
1: I mean, I think there's a... a Few different things we can pull from that one is i think the idea of just being in the secret place with god mm. and then yep. i think the other thing is don't let anyone else in there to discourage you the entire way
0: well jesus did that when um oh yeah he and that girl he right made everybody leave
1: he made everybody leave yeah. they're all Didn't mourning he and he said Peter get and out John in there or something yeah. yeah and he told everybody else to get out and they're like excuse you <laughs> excuse you jesus who do you think you are and he was like, "You have to get out. You yeah. are making this worse." You know,
0: yeah. yeah your lack of faith, your unbelief. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. But there, he, she did have two companions with her, two people to help her along the way. And I think there's something really powerful there in making sure the people that you're around are helping push you forward. Yeah, they're good. helping make sure that um, you are looking to God and not just looking at the circumstances. Because I can imagine as a woman especially back then that she would have been like, I want my friends to come in here with me. Yep. Uh, you know, that's just a, a, a thing that women did. Like they were like all in the kitchen together type of thing. Right. So I would imagine that that would have been natural for her to invite a friend in. Mm-hmm. And instead he, instead he told her, go into your home with your two sons only and shut the door behind you. Yeah. Don't let anyone else in. That's good. So, yeah, I think there's something really powerful there
0: yeah so I mean, th- yeah, so some other things I think are worth pulling out of this, like Elijah told her to get some jars and don't get too few.
1: Mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like that's
0: significant mhm like do you do you want feel like you want to run with this?
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, i I think if I were her, I would have only gotten one because I would have been like, I know exactly what's in there. Mm. I know what's in there. And he said, "Don't get too few." And I, I think a different translation says, "Get as many as you can." Yeah. So they just kept getting more and more and more, which is an act of faith. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like that's what I think is so powerful about it. I mean, that that he specifically warned her. I mean, I think it was a warning. Don't get too few. You know. Well, because and can you imagine how nosy faith- those neighbors
1: would have been? What are you doing with all these jars? What do you need all this for?
0: Yeah, that's my best jar. Like, you know, (laughs) and but like her faith ultimately determined like the output. Yeah. Because once the jars ran out, the oil stopped flowing.
1: Yes. And And so
0: there's that other
1: crazy, uh, Second Kings 13 18, where it's uh, see, and I should have read this before we got on here. Do you want to pull it up? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay, you talk but the, there's something this.
0: about that that <laughs> that aspect of like she could have had way more like right. if she would have gotten more jars. That's interesting, and and it was enough. Like she did get enough that um it said that um her and Elisha and her son were all able to eat. Um, but but what would have happened if she got ten more jars? You know, yeah. that, that's the thing that I wonder about, and I, I always want to be in a position with God where I'm not limiting Him. By my mm-hmm. small expectations, and that I continue to expand my vision to what it is that he is capable of doing and what he might yeah. want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Where you find that verse yet? Yes, so this is Second Kings thirteen. Um, you're gonna read some um, Let's of, see. Right?
1: Okay, so this is, so this Elisha, is Elisha, again. Elisha again. So he tells King Jehoash of Israel um he says okay go get a bow and some arrows and the king did as he was told elisha said to him put your hand on the bow and elisha laid his own hands on the king's ha- hands then he commanded uh open the eastern window and so he did wait this is not the same one
0: wrong wrong passage,
1: wrong passage.
0: anyway what the?
1: dang it okay well <laughs> all right <laughs> let's rewind real quick <laughs> There's a story in the Bible where I think it is Elisha or Elijah where he says strike the ground with an arrow. Yeah. And so the king strikes the ground 3 times and he goes, "Oh man, you sh- if you would have struck the ground
0: was it 5 times or something? 5
1: times you would have defeated your enemies. But instead you struck the ground only 3 times, so you'll beat them 3 times and you won't beat them anymore yeah. than that. Then yeah. they're going to defeat you, start defeating you. And Just this idea of um, what are we, like, really believing God for? What What do we really believe is possible? What do we really think he can do? And I think if we get more of that, like, get a better understanding of what he wants to do in our lives, what he's capable of doing, you know, then I think we would be a lot more enthusiastic about the small thing that we have in our hands and just praying those bold prayers of faith of, like, Lord, I... I have nothing. Help me. Help yep. me make this into something. Um, yeah, I just think it's really powerful. Yeah. But also the obedience factor too, because she did have to do what Elijah told her to do. Yeah. You know. I know. And it, and it again seemed wish she like have done it. a ridiculous thing to do. Yeah. It feels like this is a theme that just keeps coming up over and over and over again. like we had a st- we were doing TFF in person a couple of weeks ago. And um, we were kind of talking about this idea, and this guy goes, this idea sucks. You know, like when God gives you those ideas that you're like, no expert would ever tell you to do this, (laughs) it it seems like a really bad idea. It seems like this will never work. Why are you putting me out by making me go collect all these jars from people who are just going to ask me questions when I can pour about two tablespoons of olive oil? You know, it's like it doesn't make any sense, but yet... The obedience of her just following through and saying, okay, I'll, I'll just do it. I'll do what he says. And then seeing that miracle yeah. come to pass before her own eyes. Yeah, that's cool. Amazing.
0: So, anyway, uh, looks like Claude just found the passage Claude, for her. Claude, thank you. There you go. For anybody who wants to see I it. I
1: apologize for not having that fully ready for you guys. What's uh, TFF? Oh, CC.
0: TFF is our true financial freedom class. It's our six week class of which this is a small section of one of the weeks. Mm -hmm. We talk about the story. And so it's a class that we've been doing for, um, for a while. We created it for our church and long story short, we're, recording it now, adapting it, because we have... Which
1: is why the mess is going on behind us.
0: Yes. Uh, but we keep having churches reach out who are using it, and so we're polishing it up and creating a recorded version rather than Zoom replays <laughs> that we currently have. Um, because it's just hey, been... it's People have just been drawing on I it. But I mean,
1: and, what's so cool is, like, that was what we had in our hands. It yeah, was the Zoom exactly. recordings. And that exactly. was something that you, um, you fought Dylan. Dylan is someone who works with us, and we had been d- doing true financial freedom live over Zoom. And at one point, I just said, Bob, I'm overloaded. There's a lot of stuff going on with the kids. I don't think I can do this again for a little bit. And so Dylan said, let's just play the recordings. Well,
0: and yeah. Let's just make the recordings available for sale. Yeah. So rather than us doing it live, let's just make it. Yes. And, and I'm like, it's just a Zoom recording. Like, you know, And I know the content's really good, but mm-hmm. the production isn't amazing. <laughs> Because it's a Zoom recording, you know?
1: But this was what we had in our hands. But yeah, but
0: that's what it was. And since we've done that, we've had many, many hundreds of people go through it. And we've now had uh, numerous churches who are, like, wanting to use it Mm -hmm. in their own churches. And so we're like, all right, well, uh, we're going to keep refining this and keep opening the doors for more and more churches and small groups to use it. So um, So, so anyway, so that's what that is. That's TFF. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We went by the uh, Insiders acronym on all this. Yeah, but, um, sorry about that. But anyway, so kind of like putting a bow on this, tying this back together a little bit. Uh, if you are in this position, and I'm assuming if you're listening, this is you, like you have some debt you want to get paid off or you have yeah. some other significant financial goal, like prayerfully, like this week, like ask God this question um, or answer this question for him. Like, you know, what's in your hand? What's in your house? Yeah. Whatever that is. And see where God leads and be open to whatever that thing is. Because... It very well, I can almost guarantee it's going to feel like it's not enough. It's going to right. feel like, yeah, that idea, uh, I mean, that's that can't be anything that's ever going to turn into anything. Yeah. I
1: mean,
0: honestly, the, the story of how we're here, like, was that with a blog? Absolutely. That's what like, I was just thinking, too. I started a blog in 2007, and um I never in a million years thought that...
1: That uh, would anyway, be a full-time it's, income? It's just
0: amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And even when we got laid yeah. off or even when I got laid off after working on this blog yeah, for about a year. We didn't
1: get laid off. You got laid off. I
0: got laid off. Kidding. Um <laughs> uh, yeah. And so after working on that blog for about a year, it was making a $100 a month. And then I got laid <laughs> off. And, then and we were God, both
1: like, uh. And then God <laughs> said,
0: like, I felt like God led me to work on this blog full time instead of going to find another job. And I'm like, this yeah, is weird. not this enough, is, Lord. This is a enough. teaspoon yeah. of oil. Like, yeah. this is... Not going. This doesn't make sense. Like, they like you're not paying attention. Like this is not. Yeah, you your enough. hand
1: is like slapping them in the face too.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm a hand talker, but, but anyway, your other hand. It was that situation where it just felt like this is never going to be enough.
1: Never going to be enough.
0: But yeah. yet, God did what He did, and yeah, and it amazing. was, and in a very short time, it yeah. was more than enough. It was, you yeah, know?
1: fascinating. Cup so was anyway.
0: overflowing. So anyway, this
1: is as close to a formula as we can get. Yeah. Right?
0: yeah, I mean, and, and I think the simplicity of it is just listen and obey. Like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. and uh, and in that, I think there's some really cool things that we can see. So mm-hmm. um, so let's pray, and then I'll give you a little practical tool that you can run with if you want, um, if you are paying off debt. Yeah. So I'll pray for everyone right now, all of us. So yep. God, we just thank you for each and every person here live with us, listen to the recorder, recording later on. Um, and God, we are endeavoring to live a life of debt freedom, um, and stay out of that. Uh, you know, I, I tend to believe that you get excited when people pay off debt and break out of that bondage. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to set us free from yes. one type of bondage. And really, I think a whole bunch of different types. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think you're interested in your, 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 uh, children being tied up mm-hmm. in the knots of debt and all that. So, so I just thank you that you are helping each one of us individually move forward out of that debt and get it paid off. Mm-hmm. And I pray that we we take to heart what this story is trying to teach us mm-hmm. and the lessons that are available here and um, and really get a hold of them and yeah. tap into them and, and lean into this question that you might be asking us. Like, mm-hmm. what do we have in our house? What is in our hand that we can utilize, that we can take, that is not enough? That you can do the miraculous with, mm-hmm. and I pray that each one of us would get a hold of that individually and what that looks like for us in our worlds. Um, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Yeah, Amen. Amen.
1: Yeah, and I, I wanted to, while you were praying, I was thinking about this thing. Um, I heard someone talking one time about worship. They were, they, she said, I was just worshiping the Lord as my Savior, and mm-hmm. as she was as she was doing this, she was getting this revelation of, you didn't just save me once. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't just the salvation experience of, now I'm not going to hell, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. It is a continual yeah, uh, that's good. saving that he is doing. <laughs> he He saved me once, he's saving me now, and he is going to continue to save me. And I think about, there have been so many times when, You know, uh, yeah, just saving me from car accidents. I can think of three, honestly, off the top of my head, where I'm like, man, he saved me, and he continues to save me. And I think when we can really get a revelation that he continues to save us but also wants to save us, then we can bring him some of these problems and go, God, I need you to save me again. And he's like, I've been waiting for you to ask. I'm I'm waiting and ready. So yeah, yeah, I love that. He is our savior. Uh,
0: yeah. All right. So, real quick, if you stuff. are in the process of paying off multiple debts, um the without getting, you know, going too long on all this. The long story short is the debt snowball approach is the most effective way of doing this. Mm. And that for anybody who doesn't know, it's basically taking your smallest debt that you have um, so if you have five credit cards and one of them is a $50 balance and the other are $500,000 balances, you pay off the $50 balance first. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, it doesn't matter what the interest rate is. It doesn't matter if that's your highest interest rate or your lowest interest rate. The reason why that's so good is because it gives you momentum. It's the same thing why all the, um, you know, um, so many guys in the, uh, I'm sorry, armed forces make their bet every day. Because it's one small victory that sets your momentum for the day, mm-hmm. and it makes a difference. And so there have been studies that have proven that this is the most effective way um, to actually uh, tackle debt. Um, so anyway, so that with that in mind, um, we created a debt snowball sheet mm-hmm. that you can use—a worksheet. We had somebody kind of build this out, a real like uh, Excel nerd, like build the <laughs> whole thing out. I couldn't figure it out, but he did. And so we have that. If you are interested, you just go to seedtime.com/snowball. Um, and This then you was can go, a
1: spreadsheet you couldn't create on your own. Wow! It's
0: kind of it's kind of complicated and tricky, and um, I can do like pretty basic that. sheets, but this gets into some nerdiness that I'm not That's strong awesome. enough with.
1: I'm glad you did that, though.
0: So yeah, so we we had to create it created, and you can go grab a copy of that over there if you are paying off. Um, if you only have one debt, it doesn't really matter. But if you have multiples and you want to know what order and how much you should pay to uh-huh. each each month, like this will help you do that. Um, so anyway, you can check that out. But uh. Sorry, what were we doing up here?
1: Well, I was just gonna um, answer some questions. Really oh, quick.
0: Dan, um, thank you for the kind words about the book. Appreciate that. Oh, okay. Oh, Sorry. fun fact yeah. too. Um, if you aren't aware, and you might be aware because we sent an email about this yesterday, but this we are in the process. We are in the middle of a two thousand dollar Amazon gift card giveaway, and so uh, if you haven't entered that in. Um, or entered in to win that, um, we'd love to have you in that. And the way that you enter to win that giveaway is by doing one of two things. It's either buying a copy of our book, Simple Money Rich Life. You can give it as a gift to someone else. You can buy yourself one. Um, Or it is um, just telling publicly about the book, Mm -hmm. something you liked about it. So you can go on Instagram, post a story talking about it, or feed post, or you can go on Twitter and say something, or you can write a blog post review. You leave a review on Amazon. It doesn't really matter. Whatever you do, just send an email to lauren at seedtime.com, letting her know what you did uh, and um, send a screenshot or whatever. Yeah. And then we'll get you entered into that. Uh, But we're going to be giving away a $2,000 Amazon gift card um, in a a little over a month. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we would love to send that to you. uh, But that's how you get entered. Yeah. Uh, So... Hold question on. that keeps coming up. Someone Ver- just popped Fernando
1: up. Fernando was asking the initial verses I read, and CC replied that it was Second Kings four one through seven. It's yep. actually First Kings. First no, kings. it is Second Kings. Never it's mind. Fourth
0: Kings, fifth Kings.
1: <sighs> I was like, let me clarify. All right, okay. <laughs> you
0: guys want to hear something funny? We have a four year old, and oh, yeah. one of the things that is so funny is when he says things, he says kings. Yeah. And so um, we
1: have some friends that say. Oliver, say thing of things. And he goes, king of kings. <laughs> anyway. so cute. Sorry. Anyway. That's,
0: uh, that's our parenting obsession at the moment.
1: Yeah, he is. He's really cute. He's All right. really cute. Anyway, right. okay. So the,
0: worksheets, the worksheet. Um, yeah, worksheet. Seedtime.com snowball. All one word. Great. And Thank yes, you, Wendy, the books nice. are great graduation and wedding yes. gifts. Yes. Um, we're actually going to be Honestly, sending an email about that soon. Yeah,
1: we were just talking to someone who was in college a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my gosh, if you get this now, your life is going to be so good. If you good. know any
0: college kids, like this is the thing. If you can get this in your 20s, you know this, it's any of you listening so easy. who are, you know, 30 and beyond, like, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, that, just that do this is the sales 20s.
1: pitch. This is going to make your life so easy. And then when you do get married, it's going to, your spouse is going to love you so much more <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to be like, this is no problem, man. I got figure it figured out.
0: That's it. Yeah. So anyway, great hanging with you all today. And, yeah. um, we will, we're going to continue this and keep coming back every Thursday, um, at uh, 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern and do the live recording of our podcast because we're just enjoying it. Yeah. And we love hanging we out love with you guys. love chatting
1: with you. Thanks for so, being so um, chatty today. Yes. The chat box. All
0: right, but we will <laughs> see you next time. All right, bye. All right, bye everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.